Welcome back to another episode of Sportscape. I'm ready to know a while since we did an episode. Um, but we are back and we're going to be going over my top 15 fantasy football quarterbacks for the upcoming season. Uh, this is not like my list of the best quarterbacks. It's just what I think is going to be the most productive in fantasy football. At number 15, I have Joe Burrow of the Bengals. He's coming off of a big injury, may be ready for week one. Um, I I saw that he was he thought he was on track for it, uh, which is probably a good sign for Cincinnati. But the offensive line has actually been decently improved. You got Riley Reef at right tackle, which is an upgrade over anybody else that you would have had. Jackson Carmen and guard, which is an okay player, um, probably is going to need to develop a little bit first. And then you got Jamar Chase to really boost the receiving core. Um, so I think they've improved the offense enough where Joe Burrow is going to have a lot of success. The only real question here is his mobility. Um, because that's a big thing in fantasy football. He can get a lot of rushing yards on top of your passing yards. <clears throat> that's when you're going to get a lot of points. But Burrow should be decently. I'm, I'm predicting he'll be decently all right with that. Um, and then passing yards, I think he can definitely rack up a lot of. At number 14, I've got Jalen Hurts and... Normally, Jalen Hurts really probably wouldn't be on this list, but like I said, the mobility is a massive thing, and Jalen Hurts has a lot of mobility on him. Um, and plus, the Eagles have also made improvements to their offense, getting Devonta Smith, who looks like he's probably, I mean, technically, he's not yet receiver number one, but he's pretty, I mean, like, when you look at the depth chart, he's technically not the receiver one, but he pretty much is the best receiver on that team. Um, and I think that by week one, he probably will be named the number one guy. Um, but the Eagles added on Johnson and Kenneth Gainwell in the backfield, who are two all-around pass-catching backs. Um, and so that's going to be big for, like, dump offs out of the backfield. Um, you're going to get a lot of t- open players with Devonta Smith, and then uh, you're going to get a lot of chances to run the ball with Jalen Hurts. So I think that's definitely going to be a solid fantasy football option. And so I have him at number 14. And before we go any further, I'm just going to say that Sean Watson is not on this list. I just have no idea if he's going to play or where he's going to play. So I've decided to just leave him off the list for now. Uh, But now, continuing with that, at number 13, I have Baker Mayfield of the Browns put together a great season last year, and I can really only see him building on it with Odell Beckham Jr. back. Uh, Playing behind one of, if not the best offensive lines in the league is definitely going to be big. He's going to have much more 
much more time than almost any other quarterback in the league to throw the ball. And with targets like Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, you're going to definitely have some open players. Um, Your running backs, Kareem Hunt, is going to be a great pass catcher out of the backfield. Nick Chubb's a little bit more of a pure rushing back, but the Browns have definitely built up one of the best offenses in the league now. Um, and so Baker Mayfield at number 13, I think, is a pretty reasonable spot. At number 12, I've got a guy who I think not a lot of other people might have this high. And that's Kirk Cousins of the Vikings. But I think here, Minnesota has all of the weapons that you would need. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. And I think there's a great offense there in Minnesota for Cousins to succeed. You got Dalvin Cook. Um, a better offensive line drafted Christian Darisaw in the first round. Um, he looks like he's going to be your starting left tackle. Irv Smith Jr., the tight end, um, looks like he may be in position for a breakout year with Kyle Rudolph gone. Um, and like I just said, Thielen and Jefferson, uh, one of the best receiving duos in the game. So Kirk Cousins, I think, has a lot of opportunity here to be a very good fantasy football quarterback. And I have him ranked at number 12. At number 11, this one was tough to rank because I think pretty much 11, 9, 10, and 11 are all interchangeable. Um, but 11, I have Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they got A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry is really not going to help out the quarterback that much. He's not a pass-catching running back. Um, he's more of a pure rusher guy. And tight end, they lost Johnny Smith, which was big. Um, he's definitely going to be a big factor there. Um, his loss, and then your offensive line, it's not great. Taylor Lewan is back, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones at center, Nate Davis right guard, and then the rookie Dylan Radins at right tackle. So it's not a terrible offensive line. Um, I like I said, you could put Tannehill at nine, and I wouldn't say wrong. Um, this was really tough to rank, but I had to leave him just outside of the top 10 here at number 11. At number 10 is where I've got the Los Angeles Rams new addition, Matthew Stafford. Um, Definitely looks like he could be in line for an MVP type season. You could argue putting him higher than this. Um, I have him down all the way here, though. You got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson, who's a new signing in the offseason, Tyler Higby at tight end, Andrew Whitworth, Rob Havens signing the offensive line. The offensive line is not really a massive factor, but it can be a decent one if you don't have enough time to throw the ball. Um the more the more like prominent factors are 
you know, your weapons and overall the ability of the quarterback. Um, but Matthew Stafford has all of the weapons I think he would need to be successful. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, a very solid receiver duo there. Um, you drafted Tudu Atwell, who on the depth chart is currently the receiver number five. Cam Akers at running back. He might be in line for a really big year. Um, and so Stafford's really going to benefit this Rams team a lot. And I think the Rams team is going to benefit Matthew Stafford a lot. And so this is going to be an exciting player to watch Stafford, see how he does in LA, whether he, you know, really takes off and, you know, proves that he is a very good quarterback or whether, you know, he kind of falls. And do you think maybe it really wasn't just the Lions, but I have him at number 10 here. I think he is going to be a very good quarterback. And so now at number nine, I've got the other L.A. quarterback, Justin Herbert. Uh, he crushed every single, like, rookie quarterback passing record there is in his rookie year. And really, you can only see him going up from there. Um, Austin Eckler, good all-around running back in the backfield. Keenan Allen, I said Allen. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton. That's a pretty solid top three. You got Josh Palmer in the draft. Um, Jared Cook is an okay replacement uh, for Hunter Henry. He's not going to be your long-term guy considering he is getting a lot older. Um, and then you made some big, big moves with the offensive line, getting Rashawn Slater at the 13th pick, drafting, or not drafting, but signing Corey Lindsley to that massive deal in free agency. And then Matt Feiler, Ode, Abushi, and Brian Balaga rounding it out at the guards. So... I think this is a definite candidate for MVP. Herbert, I really like him this season, but I'm going to have him here down at number nine. At eight, I've got Tom Brady of the Buccaneers. I mean, he is the best quarterback of all time. In my opinion, he probably is still top five quarterback in the league. Depends really on how you look at it, though. But his offense is so insanely loaded. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard, Cameron Brait, Leonard Fournette, Gio Bernard, Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn. And that's like just the surface of what his offense is. Then you throw on... That he's got a top offensive line in the league. Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, Ryan Denson, Alex Kappa, Tristan Wirfs. And it's just insane. Um, the only reason I have him down this low is just because he's not really a he's not really he's a good quarterback. He's just not really a, like gonna put up like incredible numbers every week. Like some of the guys up here might, so He's a great quarterback, um, but not really in the fantasy world at seven. Um, this was really difficult. Seven through four. So seven, 
six, five, and four are all interchangeable. This was probably the toughest thing I had to rank was this whole thing. But at seven, I've got Aaron Rodgers of the Packers. And I think you could totally put this guy at number four. Um, But it's just such a difficult group of players to rank that I have him down at number seven. Um, The Packers didn't really go after any weapons um, in the draft. I mean, Amari Rodgers in the third round, but that's not really too much for a quarterback who's not satisfied with the weapons that he's got at the moment, even though he's got one of the best receivers in the game and a top 10 running back, in my opinion. Um, Speaking of the running back, it was a questionable move to sign him to a massive deal and then let Corey Lindsley, your all-pro center, walk. I thought that was a very questionable move when you have A.J. Dillon sitting right behind Aaron Jones. But that's, I guess, what they did. But Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, playing with a pretty decent all-around guy with Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the game, playing still behind one of the best offensive lines in the league, even without... Corey Lindsley. Um, he's if everything goes right and he stays in Green Bay for another year, he looks like he could have another year just like we saw, which is definitely gonna be pretty scary for the rest of the NFL. At number six, I have Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Coming off a big injury, we'll see. how he does but he was on pace like before the injury he was on pace for like I think like the most yards in the league or something um his offense is absolutely stacked CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard uh you're getting Blake Jarwin back from an injury Dalton Schultz at tight end two really stepped up last year um, your offensive line's getting back fully healthy with Tyron Smith, Lael Collins, Zach Martin. Um, so Dak Prescott's really, if he can be healthy, he's really going to be good. Uh, we'll see how the mobility translates from the injury. I think it should be okay. It wasn't like as severe of an injury as Burroughs, um, but it still was pretty bad. So. We'll see, but as of right now, I do think he can definitely be a great quarterback, uh, front runner for comeback player of the year. I've got him at number six. At number five, I've got Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. Probably the most mobile quarterback in the game. And when you surround this guy with weapons, it's really going to be exciting to see what he can do. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman, your two newest additions to the receiving core, along with Tillon Wallace, Tylen Tillon uh, at receiver as well. You got him on day three, which I think was a good value pick. Um, you, you're losing Orlando Brown, but you got a serviceable replacement in Alejandro Villanueva. You got Kevin Zeitler and Ben Cleveland as some pretty new additions there. 
And then, of course, Ronnie Stanley at the left tackle, one of the best in the game. And then your tight end, Mark Andrews, top five tight end, I would think. Um, and so J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, pretty good running back duo there. Lamar Jackson, I think, really does have all the tools to be a top five fantasy football quarterback. And I think he's going to do it this season. I've got him at number five. At four is where I'm going to put Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. Especially if it's in like the first four weeks. Russell Wilson's always the MVP front runner for like the first four weeks of the season. And then he just completely falls off. But when you look at the Seahawks offense and the tools around him, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Dwayne Eskridge, Gerald Everett, your new tight end. Um, yeah, your offensive line's questionable. You got Gabe Jackson from the Raiders, um, Damian Lewis, Dwayne Brown, Brandon Shell, and Ethan Pojich are rounding out the offensive line. But I still think Russell Wilson is a top quarterback in the game. He's still got the mobility. He's still got the throw power. Um, and the Seahawks were able to hold on to him after a pretty scary couple of weeks where trade rumors were flying around. Um, but they kept on to him, and I think it's going to really be a good year for Seattle, um, especially Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a chance to have a really good year. I think the tight end is a lot of things. something that not a lot of people are talking about. I think Gerald Everett is actually a really good tight end. I think he could have beaten out Tyler Higby in L.A., but he ended up coming to Seattle to, I guess, solidify the number one spot. And I think he's going to do really well. I think that, I mean, if I were in a fantasy draft and, you know, I need a depth, like a tight end number two in like the later picks, um, and there's really no notable players on the board, um, and Gerald Everett's still there, I would definitely look into targeting Gerald Everett. I think he's definitely a really good tight end, and it's going to be interesting to see what he can do, but now we're in to the top three, and at number three, I've got Josh Allen of the Bills. Uh, had a breakout year in 2020 the only question will he keep it up i think he i'll think he'll back it up pretty solidly i don't think i would count on him having another season like he just did but i still think he can be a pretty solid guy they added emmanuel sanders to the receiving core um and you still are keeping cole beasley and then of course stefan diggs um your your running backs really aren't as good as you would like them to be um, with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Zach Moss really wasn't too much of what the Bills had probably hoped him to be in his rookie year, but I think he can definitely become that. I think Zach Moss really should be the RB1 here, but isn't isn't yet the RB1. Um, and I think here Josh Allen is in line for another pretty good year. I could definitely see him being an MVP front runner again. And I've got him at number three. At number two, I've got Kyler Murray. And this is pretty much what you get when you combine, like, Lamar Jackson's mobility with Russell Wilson's throwing. 
He's a great runner and passer. The Cardinals have a great offense. They added a lot of players. Um, Rodney Hudson at center, I think, is a very underrated trade addition, I think. Um, And then A.J. Green, Rondale Moore, you added to the receiving court. Chase Edmonds in the backfield, basically in exchange for Kenny Drake. Um, But Chase Edmonds, in my opinion, should be and probably will be the RB1. Your offensive line's looking all right. Justin Pugh uh, and Justin Murray at guard, Humphreys and Beecham at tackle, and then, like I just said, Rodney Hudson in the middle at center. I'm not going to talk too much about the defense in any of these because it's really not about the defense. It's more about the offense, and the Cardinals have a very good-looking offense, and I think Kyler Murray could definitely break out not just in fantasy, but in real life and win. Maybe even win MVP, I guess we'll see. I think the Cardinals are really going to have a good year this year. I think they've just done too much to not produce. Um, and I think they will end up producing. And at number one, it's a boring pick, but it's a very popular one. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs somehow probably got better over the offseason. Orlando Brown and Joe Tooney, those are two incredible offensive linemen. Uh, Austin Blythe at center, Creed Humphrey right behind him. And then you got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jarek McKinnon, who you added, McCole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, Cornell Powell, who you got. Um... And overall, the Chiefs' offense is just really incredible, and you got the best quarterback in the NFL running the show. And so Patrick Mahomes going to be my favorite to be the best quarterback in the league, my favorite for MVP, and my favorite for the best quarterback in fantasy football. And so that's all that I got for today. Make sure that you come back soon for another episode. That was my top 15 fantasy quarterbacks for the upcoming season. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you soon for another episode.